Welcome everyone to the Good Improv Show. That's happening like it always does right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. We are going to be making up the funny for you today. Improvising some comedy sketches for you with the help of some words that were sent in from the Twitterverse there. So today we've got Sharpie from at Nita Bing and we got Rambunctious from at YEG Winfield. Big thanks to those people for sending in words of inspiration. If you'd like to send one in, message us on Twitter at Good Improv, and you can participate too. You maintain that your dog is merely conserving its energy. Yes. And that oh, it's yeah. full of life and it's full of oh, zeal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's resting. I think your dog is dead. First of all, Mr. Snuggles is not dead. Mr. Snuggles is conserving his energy. He needs to conserve his energy because he is going to get up and he's going to play. He's going to play so hard. I saw a fly land on his eyeball. And he didn't blink or move or try he to get rid of it. He is just focused on conserving that energy. You know? Oh, hey, guys. Where's that dog of yours, Justin? I brought a ball for him. Yeah, he's, he's just over here. He smells uh, a tad dead. I'm going to give him a bath just as soon as he wakes up from his Oh, bath. all right, cool. I'm going to throw the ball to him then. Well, you... <laughs> kind of went right into the dog. Yeah, he went right into the dog. That's how, he, that's how he catches him. That's how he catches him. Seems to be uh, some maggots Mr. kind of pouring out of the Snuggles wound there. likes his pets. He's making new pet friends. They happen to be maggots because Mr. Snuggles doesn't judge, unlike some people that I can name. Okay, I have always liked Mr. Snuggles. <laughs> Yeah, his fur is sloosing off of his That's body. That's really gross. When I went to pet him, it's kind of all in my hand you know, now. You know, just sometimes uh, when a dog reaches a certain age, fur slooshes. It happens. Look, let me show you an example of how dead your dog is by throwing this frisbee, okay? Again, just embedded in the side, very similar to the ball. Yeah, I, I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're, you're doing here, you guys. You're just jealous because I have a dog. And you don't. That is what it is. This is jealousy. This is jealousy. I mean, he didn't move. He didn't react well, whatsoever yeah, to that. Because, I mean, you startled him and he fainted. He was going to wake up. So while he was sleeping, he was startled and fainted yeah, in his sleep. Yeah, because there was a loud whistle. I would faint. I'd pass out too if I were a dog. Squirrel. Bacon. Squirrel. You know what? I have some treats in my pocket. I'll just put those under his nose there. Can't very well eat when he's sleeping, can he? I mean, I don't eat when I'm sleeping. Do you eat when you're sleeping? A mouse came out of his mouth and grabbed the treats. That just shows how intelligent he is because he's trained a mouse to take treats like that from his mouth. His tail has rotted off of his body. I've seen nature documentaries. uh, I'm literally holding his tail up, Justin, right now. Your dog's dead. Mr. Snuggles, my dear, dear dog, is not dead. He is resting. And I have to believe that. I have to believe that because Mr. Snuggles is the only positive thing I have in my life. I don't have a job. My girlfriend left me. I am in debt. Uh, I Justin, have Mr. Snuggles, and that is it. Justin, I need Mr. Snuggles. All of those things, you can directly trace them back to your dead dog. You lost your job because you smell like a dead dog. Your girlfriend left because she was sick of a dead dog being in the foyer. You're in debt 
because of the thousands of dollars of surgeries that you've given to a dead dog. It all goes back to Mr. Snuggles being dead. You could have bought a new dog. You could have found a new dog in the streets. I would never replace Mr. Snuggles. Mr. Snuggles is irreplaceable. I could literally grab Mr. Snuggles with my hands right now, just kind of push my fingers in, and he'd just fall apart. So, are you guys saying that maybe it's time to say goodbye to Mr. Snuggles? Hell no! I love this little guy! I run a pretty solid daycare. To make sure that the kids aren't a hassle, I keep them all heavily sedated. And I do that not through some kind of pharmaceutical drugs, not through alcohol. What I like to use is a sleeper hold. Good old-fashioned sleeper hold. Just get them there. Locked arms around their head, choke off the air supply, they go right to sleep. That must take a long time. There's like 20 kids in here. I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot of kids here to do that too. And on top of that, I've seen some children who, when they're in the sleeper hold, you know, their hand goes down on the first one, down on the second one. And just when you think they're about to be sedated with the sleeper hold, bam, that hand shoots right back up. Suddenly you're getting an elbow in the stomach. Kids running around like crazy. That can happen occasionally. In the event that does occur, I like to follow up the sleeper hold with a quick suplex. What happens when you're sneaking behind one of the kids because you assume, you know, they can't hear you. And then all of a sudden they turn around and like wide eyed and give you that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, I don't think finger, so. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or what happens if you have the kid and you're giving them the sleeper hold, they get out of the sleeper hold. So naturally you whack them in the head. And then they just like just seem to get energy from it. And they right? shake it off. Just shake it off and seem to get stronger, right? That can happen. What do we do in that situation? I recommend hitting them in the eyes with some sort of white powder. Okay. Blinding them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see where you're going. And then on top of that, you can have a manager or somebody who's outside of the daycare area come up behind them, deliver a low blow. Some of the other daycare centers I've worked at, Often Child Protective Services will watch and see this happening. So when you go and hit a child with a steel chair, they'll grab you and they'll send you, oh, nope, you're already here now. So how do we deal with that? Is it possible one of us could try to distract Child Protective Services? That's a good idea. As long as they don't see you hit the child with the chair. You hit the child with the chair, you throw the chair away, and you're like looking around. Da, 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 da. Now, the children, there's 20 of them here. Are they here all at once? Or is it like every two minutes, a fresh one comes in? About every two minutes, okay. a fresh right. one comes I, in. You know, I like that better because it's just less confusing right off the bat when Al, they're all here at once. We start with two children. There's nowhere to watch. Yeah, start with two and then, yeah, that makes more sense, you know? It's just chaos if they're just start all there at once. Yeah, it can be tough. But childcare is so rewarding. I've worked at a lot of daycares. This one seems a lot better organized than some of the ones I've worked at. Can I ask you this? The personalities of the children... Uh, how much do they vary? Is there going to be like... Wildly. Oh, so there's one like child that's kind of clean cut and a good guy and then maybe another child that's like the, kind of the bad boy. Yep. The children are announced as they arrive as well. Little video plays welcoming them. Now, what do we do about brass knuckles around here? What are our thoughts on brass knuckles? As long as Child Protective Services is being distracted and they don't see the knuckles come out... You can deliver a blow with the brass knuckles, stick them right back into your shorts. That's perfect. Yeah, I have brass knuckles against my, well, penis and scrotum, but basically all times. Just pull it out, bam, hit the kid. Next thing you know, it's right back down Where else are you going to put them? I'm assuming the uniform is the standard uniform, just 
pair of trunks and some boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every now and again, one of these children is going to escape. Yes. So what's our policy on that? If they get out of the cage, they're free. They're free, right? Okay, good. Perfect. What about for nap time for their susu? Now, in the past daycares I've worked, the kid wants the susu. It's tied to a rope, up a ladder. Suspended above. That's right. They got to get up that ladder. We put ours in a briefcase at the oh, top of the ladder. Okay, yeah, yeah. That so makes that's sense. That's fun. If they can ascend the ladder, get the briefcase, then they can Adds have the susu. Adds a little something to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of the children members of a team or anything like that? Are there multiple children that kind of work towards one specific goal that we have to watch out for? There's a couple teams out there. Some families even. Well, there's five or six of them. The big league daycare now. Right, yeah. You know what else I like about this daycare is the children are all really beefy. Some of the smaller local daycares I've worked at, the children yeah. are like really skinny yeah, and small. Yeah. Or, or like just washed up and yeah. past their prime, you know? Oh, yeah, totally, totally. There's nothing worse than seeing a washed up kid past his prime. Just like an eight-year-old that you might have watched as a child when he was three or four, yeah, but now yeah, he's yeah, eight and it's just yeah, like, it's okay. Just not the same. Like, it's not the same. You're probably done with daycare. Just give it up. It's just nostalgic, if anything just else. give it up. Time to hang up the boots. Yeah, yeah. Hang up the booties. Booties. Yeah. I love kids. Oh, not me. I hate them. <laughs> I'm here to be a witness to your marriage. Would you like to sign with a permanent marker or, or an invisible ink style marker so you can... Back out of this later if you need to. Uh, well, I, I think permanent is, is ideal. I mean. Do both parties agree on this? Or have you guys discussed this before you came in today? Well, let's think about it. It's I mean, kind of your last chance. Think to... about it? What do you mean think about it? Well, what if, you know, I know this is kind of wild, but what if like three months down the road we decide this isn't for us? Three months? You've been planning this for years. I know. Three months. That's what you're giving it. Three months. Well, they say a house guest can only stay a certain amount of time before you get annoyed of them. Oh, my God. I, look, I was planning to do this for the long haul. I don't, I'm not planning to just leave after three months. Neither am I. Neither am I. Well, good. So good. the permanent marker then? Well, let's not rush this. To, let's see which one feels better in the hand first. Feels so better in the hand. One that's more comfortable to write with. Probably the invisible one, right? Well, they're pretty much the same pen, just with different inks in them. Yeah, sweetie, let's let's permanent marker this. I mean, this is this is you know our marriage certificate here. It's a government document. I mean, now think about this. You want to just write with one pen for the rest of your life, or maybe two weeks down the road, you see a pen sitting on a desk that you haven't tried before. Nobody's telling you you have to write with this pen for the rest of your life. We're just signing this one thing right now. You don't take the pen with you and keep working on it. But the ink's always going to be on there. Like, forever. Are you having second thoughts about this? What? No. It just seems like maybe you're having second thoughts about this. You ever try to get a tattoo removed? It's ugly, right? It is ugly and painful. One of the worst things a person could ever go through with their life. Now imagine that tattoo was done with ink you could just wash off. Well, then why get it in the first place, then? Because you thought it looked cool. Well, if I may, if you're having thoughts like, why do this in the first place... Then maybe you're leaning more towards the invisible want, ink. I no, I want the permanent ink. Mark, I'm voting permanent ink. You sure? You want to be really sure about this. You're absolutely sure. I'm I am sure. I am sure. I love you. We've just gotten married. I want to sign my marriage certificate, our marriage certificate. 
permanent anger. You want to eat pepperoni pizza for the rest of your life. Why are we eating pepperoni pizza for the rest all of a sudden? Where's that coming from? Suddenly you see a ham and pineapple. It looks pretty juicy. The pineapple's fresh. The ham is cured. If I may be so bold, I think pizza may be more of a metaphor. For fried chicken? For no, what? no, not a food item per se. I think maybe your partner here is saying that maybe a marriage where you've signed in permanent ink and he's signed in invisible ink would work better. That would work. Maybe that would work a little bit better. Would it still be binding then? Like, because his name would disappear. Well, he'd have certain leeways in the relationship. Maybe he likes to eat a different type of pizza, for instance. Again with pizza. Are you guys hungry? We're going to have a buffet at our reception. Yes, a buffet. Exactly. Bunch of different dishes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. Don't worry. I took care of it. There's a full buffet there. There's going to be prime rib. There's going to be some seafood options. Tell you what, I will sign each letter of my name with a different pen. Each pen that has invisible ink. That's how committed I am to you. I'll use six pens. We only have the one invisible ink pen, I'm afraid. I'll use one pen six times. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to sign with the uh, the regular pen. Oh, going for it with All the right, permanent. Here I go. I'm signing my name. Big step you're taking Regular here. pen. There you go. Now, I will sign the marriage license. I actually have brought my own pen with invisible ink. So I've carried this for many years. I'm surprised you never noticed. See, this is the types of things you would probably know about your husband if you're going to be in a long-term oh relationship. God, maybe. I'm just saying, this is why I asked this question up front. Because often, newlyweds will come to me. They'll be in this glow of just having this beautiful ceremony. They won't realize. You know what? I'm going to work harder to get to know you better. I'm going to spend so much time with you until I know everything about you. That's a little clingy. If that's what you need, then that's what I'll be. I'll be clingy as heck. Clingy as all get out. We cut to the divorce attorney. All right. uh, Everything seems to be in order here. I've got your original marriage certificate. Yep, there Perfect. it is. There's my name on it. Excellent. See your partner assignment Invisible Ink. This is all in order. Now for your divorce certificate. You two have been married for about three months now. Yep. I see yep. a lot of divorces around this time. I've loved every minute. However, I just want to give you the option here. Do you want me to sign your divorce papers in the permanent marker or the invisible one? So you can still back out of this. You know, let's maybe... Permanent, let's I think. Let's go invisible. Well... Well, I mean, what if we change our mind, right? What if uh, what if when you're packing those suitcases, you decide, you know what? I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss my husband that I got married to that, you know, was there for me. I'll sign in the permanent. I'll just sign well, that. I, you know, don't be too quickly there. Signed. Okay. Permanent ink. So what happens now when I sign if there's invisible ink? I just got made captain of this boat here, and you know what? I I don't like the way you guys are behaving as my crew. What's what's the problem? Well, all day long the sea is like tossing and turning and being all violent and rambunctious all over the place. Yeah. What are you guys doing about that? Why aren't you settling it down? Telling it to like tone it down We're some? Steering the ship and making sure it doesn't capsize. I didn't see anybody yelling over the side of the boat for the sea to quit it. I shook a bunch of Xanax into the sea. That's a good start. We can't tell the sea to quit it. It's the sea. It doesn't. Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah. Just oh, it's big dick sea walking through. Don't say anything to the sea. 
Would it make you feel better if I talked to the sea? It would make me feel better if you weren't so subservient to the sea right off the bat. Oh, I, I'm so sorry, M- Mr. C. I don't want to upset you. Well, no That's what you sound like. Okay, all right. Okay, I'll I'll go out and I'll I'll talk I'll talk to the sea. Hold on, I'll be right back. Thank you for the Xanax, Jordan. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I've been dumping Xanax in there, a little Ativan, you know, emptying beer into the sea. Nothing seems to settle it down, though. It's so choppy. You'd think that would overdose it, even. All right. So I had a word with the sea. I told him to, yeah, yeah, you quit it. Knock it off, all right? What do you do? Captain doesn't like what you're doing. Said he wants to fight you. Tidal wave coming in, Captain. Whoa. (laughs) What the? He says after this boat trip, you're dead. He's going to meet you by the lockers, and he wants to fight. He wants to meet me on land? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good luck. That son of a bitch wants to do it on my territory? Yeah. The arrogance of it. He seems pretty confident, though. Stormy waters ahead, sir. He says, uh, you know, bring some friends because he's going to rough you up. This is always what happens when you stand up to a bully. Guys, we can weather this. If we can get through this, I'm going to teach that to you a lesson when we get back to shore. I'm going to grab it by the collar. I'm going to put it up against those logs. And I'm going to say, hey, listen here, buddy. I want glass, essentially, when I'm sailing. Glass. I don't know. Have you seen the sea? He's pretty big. Oh, it doesn't scare he's me. pretty big guy. doesn't scare me. Just because he's big, huh? You know, somebody's got to take these bullies down a peg. We cut to three months later. Oh, hey, Captain. We haven't seen you for a while. You're a little wet. Yeah, I uh, I don't want I don't want to talk about it. Okay, I. Captain, are you okay? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I just you just seem like you're withdrawn and you know. Hmm? You seem like somebody threw you up against the locker. And no, shook yeah. you. No, nothing like nothing nothing like that. Captain, like, is your lunch missing? <laughs> I didn't bring a lunch today. I'm not hungry. Captain, are you being bullied by the sea? No, no. I the sea's the sea's a really a really cool guy, so there's no reason to there's no reason to to stand up to him. I I was wrong to do that, so let's just sail the ship, okay? What are the what are the waters looking like for today's voyage? Pretty wavy. And pretty choppy, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. White caps out there. Yeah. Good. Good. Looks uh, like a squall's coming in. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that'll make our voyage m- more fun. Okay. Right. So. All right. Well, I'll I'll start the engine. Okay. Let's uh, let's sail into the into the whirlpools there. Hey, Captain. Yeah. You you tried. You you stood up for for yourself, and I respect you. I, I just I, I poured a glass of water over my head before I came in onto the the deck. That's all. Okay, Captain. I turned on the shower and got in with all my clothes. Uh, a fish, a fish. Uh. Got rubbed on me. So what you're seeing is fish juice, not water. It was raining in my cabin. Wow. I can't believe all that happened to you in one day. I was doing an experiment with hydrogen and oxygen, and I guess it got out of control. I must have created water out of nothing. That's that's what happened. Wow. There. Okay. Okay. You know those things that they program where the water jumps from hole to hole? I must have stood in between two of the holes. That's what that's what happened there. All right. Okay, Captain. It's okay. Some kids with super soakers came through and uh, and they must have sprayed me. They were they were aiming for each other and I got in the middle of it. Well, Captain, you've had a real string of bad luck. I had some ice in my pockets and I guess it must have melted. Oh, uh, Captain. Yeah. The sky wants to have a word with you. Well, 
way I reckon it, the good improv show's over for this week. So why don't y'all just mosey along until next Saturday when we're right here again on gradio.ca. That's Edmonton's best local station. We would like to thank at Nita Bing for suggesting Sharpie and at Yeg Windshield for suggesting Rambunctious. Hope you like what we did with them. Y'all send us a signal there on the old social media at Good Improv and I reckon we'll make some fun with your suggestion. Now, you know what? Why don't y'all mosey on over to GoodImprov.com there. Avail yourself of some of the funny comedy articles and podcasts and what have you. Yeah!